I mean, if you think about it, what country is better structured to be safe from coronavirus but North Korea? <laughs> like, sure. they probably have. They probably don't even know what coronavirus is over there. <laughs> no, he's calling a Chinese virus on TV all the time. <laughs> um. <laughs> I still like the theory that North Korea is actually like a communist paradise and that we're the ones getting the propaganda. Oh my God. Uh, I mean, that's kind of how it was. I wish. It's true. It's like, damn, this, yeah, these people just like live on the beach and have their basic needs taken care of all the time. So everything else is just in addition to living. You know, you know what I love about uh, my communist uh, uh, utopia? Is that, you know, every once in a while when things aren't going well for the regime and it seems like we might be going to war, like two and a half million people within my uh, most populous city just walk into the desert and disappear one night. It's really <laughs> helpful. It's I, I you know, we don't know where they go, but it's like that that should be like the textbook definition of like. From each according to their ability to each according to their need. Like <laughs> they do the Star Trek, they do the thing from that episode of Star Trek where instead of fighting wars, they just like have the computer calculated and have the appropriate number of people step into a box to be killed for the war. <laughs> just like, all right, uh, let's go with uh, 1.5 million of you walk out into the desert to die. Do we don't you, need do the you right. <laughs> Do you write for the New York Times? You're going into the desert here. <laughs> Thursday. I, I have dug those articles. It's like uh, Kim Jong-un has a harem of 2,000 women because he'd have to fuck over five times a day to have sex with all of them once in a year. <laughs> and he's still, he still clearly has his male essence. Oh, I so, mean, look. Oh, I came across... When I, you, look, when you get we yourself just a porn hub account, do you watch every video... On Pornhub? No. <laughs> but you have the account there, so you have the option to have all the videos. I mean, it's true. You do always open, like, 20 seven. videos and watch, like, <laughs> give up. <laughs> yeah. Kim Jong probably, like, browses through, like, 30 or 40 girls before finally picking one, lasting her two pumps, and then falling asleep. Uh, <laughs> you know, a man of the people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's real king shit right there. <laughs> he's yep. got that uh, binder. He's he's actually got binders full of. In Big Trouble in Little China, where they have the literal binders of women, and he's like, "Yeah, this is my harem." <laughs> <laughs> or like he uh, is a binder of women. <laughs> Dark. <laughs> now he's laying on a uh, on a bed More on Chinese. top of like fifty. He's laying on top of like fifty uh, like body pillow waifus. So. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, no, I could I I would really enjoy that like like I I think I think in the same I think in the same way that we can like enjoy the idea that like no, like like North Korea is actually like this beautiful utopian communist dictatorship i can also really enjoy that it's like not there's there's actually like only like 13 people living there and it's just kim jong-un getting scammed and like he thinks he has a harem but it's just waifus all his guards are just cardboard cutouts leaning against doorways like it's just a truman show for kim jong-un exactly exactly 
<laughs> it's just goodbye Lenin. It actually collapsed in eighty nine. <laughs> His uh, production lines that he visits to inspect goods are really just like uh, rotating luggage racks. Yes, yeah, like, somebody. But, but it's really. Right. Right before Kim Jong-il died, he made some, like, deal with the South Koreans that's like, all right, you can have the country, but you have to maintain this bubble world for my special boy. (laughs) (laughs) For my large adult son. He's just, it's like a B-movie where... he's a fail son. It's like a B-movie where, like, the, um, the, like, speaking extras are always the same actor because they don't want to pay an actor more than they have to. So it's just like Kim Jong-un goes to the like assembly line and like the, the worker he talks to is then like the next day he goes to inspect the nukes and then the same guy is the like nu- guy who's yeah, he's the nuke technician. And then like he goes to inspect his troops and there's, yeah, just like he has to stand on a really high up balcony and look down at all these like mannequins that are just standing in, in formation as like one falls over and they have to scramble to distract him while they stand it back up. There's like a 5'10 black guy with Sharpie colored on his face and he's like, Dennis Rodman! (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) Many months has come and gone since I won the Oklahoma's most Republican podcast. Yet I keep doing crime. Many a page of life You're gonna be my turned, man. Many a lesson I doing sexism. Well, I feel like in those hills I still belong. We be doing crime. Down there are revisionists the and there are reactionaries. We just can't make it a witness super thing about them. This is Red Star over Oklahoma. Oklahoma now we're down yonder in Indian Nation. The cowboy's life is my occupation. In those Oklahoma hills where I was born. I'm Adam Burnett, and this week we have Carl Roberts, Stephen Lassman, and returning special guest host, uh, Parker Nelson, on the show. And this is Red Star Over Oklahoma. We are a politics and news podcast broadcasting about left Oklahoma. This week in national news, we will be talking about oil prices going negative. Uh, before, of course, turning to Oklahoma news, where we will be discussing kicking people off unemployment during a pandemic, and then we will finish with an explanation of tornadoes and why they're so goddamn scary. Then we will move on to the conservative reading series for the week. So, let's jump right into national news. As pretty much all of our Oklahoma listeners probably know, the price of oil has taken a dip because it's a market out there, folks. That's right. It's time to your oil reserves. That's right. The oil market has crashed. I, I, I don't remember approving a soundboard on this program. Yes, it's mad money here on Red Star because the oil markets have crashed. Oil is negative. It's it's floating around on a bunch of boats in the ocean. BP's just thinking of throwing it overboard. If you call Chesapeake it's right now, I hardly even know her. If you call Chesapeake right now, they will they will pay you to build a bunker on your property where they could put oil barrels. They're seriously thinking about putting them in the Devon Tower. They're just like, what if we put it just in office space in the Devon Energy Tower? That's actually oh, the only home. thing keeping the Stole One Oak the Building from desk. falling down. It turns out the best plan for the future is the always sunny buying gas and putting it in trash cans. <laughs> Bro, if we could blow some sick fireballs, we would fucking get so many more listeners. If this show was just us blowing sick fireballs, we would have such a larger like audience. Like, ah, uh, I would be really excited about that. 
Let's just get some recycled bottles and have our own Red Star branded premium crude oil. <laughs> I have like a bunch of styrofoam cups. I think we could use that to store it. Oh my god! We just accidentally <laughs> sell napalm for a trip and got a bunch of sixty-four ounces. <laughs> yeah, and then we put them upstream on like the Caney River, you know, and we're like, okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, oil, uh, it's worthless now. It turns out it is more worthless than that horrible clear shit that comes out of your faucets. Um, we've got oil coming out of our ears and in a state that is run by oil. Turns out that's not good. Um, we kind of need oil to be worth something uh, for our state to have money. What's a diverse uh, economy, Stephen? <laughs> yeah, no. Well, it turns out you don't you don't need one of those um, when you have like just a very volatile boom bust cycle for your only resource. Hey, Stephen, hey, I'm hey, really uh, hold on. We also have the aerospace in- industry, yeah. which is not affected by oil prices at all. I, I, or affected I'm, by the I, Corona shutdown of every major airport. I'm really confused though because I was pretty sure. At least this is what I had been led to believe is that by slashing taxes on gross production, um, we would encourage business to do business in Oklahoma, and that would keep the price of oil high. So I don't really understand. Well, so here's the scary part, <laughs> is that because um, you know oil follows a direct supply and demand curve, the thing is everyone will just instinctively be buying thousands of gallons of crude oil. Um, with this oh, well, that's lower good. Price. That's Demand good. Will skyrocket. Um, nobody knows, I, you know, what we'll be using it for, but just the low price will drive so much demand that the uh, well, equilibrium will be reached. So I have been doing my part, uh, much to Carl's chagrin. I drove the half block from my home to the pizza joint that I wanted to get pizza <laughs> from last night, and then I drove home. <laughs> You fucking asshole. <laughs> it's about a 45-second walk, but I didn't want to have to sit in the parking lot or carry hot pizza home, so I drove. You, you would have your cigarette lit by the time you got the hideaway from your house, you fucking piece of shit. I don't smoke anymore. I'm just saying, with my experience of the neighborhood, I'm measuring it in units that our listeners all understand, okay? Well, it's a I mean... Lighting time. Carl, it sounds like you're not prepared for the new economy, and Adam is. He yeah. knows that we we are heading towards the Mad Max future, except the opposite, where we all have just so much gasoline that we don't know <laughs> what to do with. See, um, I'm, I'm excited. We're going to be wallpapering our walls with crude. I'm excited <laughs> for them to, like, strap office buildings to the back of semis and then just like the Mad Max future is just like us using as much gasoline by like driving office spaces like across the state back and forth across the state so that we can like use enough oil to make it mean something like rolling coal yeah exactly Um, because because then think about like think about think about one oaks roaming office and chesapeake's roaming office they could have like battles out on the wasteland and like no you could stimulate an entire economy if we just put office if we just turn skyscrapers into semis and just let them have weapons no we would fix this problem overnight i'm an economist yeah and then like the cylindra failed wind tower office (laughs) (laughs) they just have a bunch of like walkers made out of turbines um 
So yeah, just uh, getting into the numbers a bit here. So uh, the for for kind of a baseline, the average price that most oil companies need to turn a profit on crude oil is somewhere between about fifty and sixty dollars a barrel. At the lowest point in oil trading, it reached six dollars and fifty five cents a barrel. Um, Isn't it negative thirty two dollars or something right now? Negative thirty seven fifty at one di- one point in a day though. It like came back yeah. up on the same day. Yeah, it yeah. reached negative prices because it reached a point in which. Um, the amount of crude people had was like not worth the cost of storing it. So it reached like a highly <laughs> negative point briefly, and then it has leveled off. Yeah, the well, lowest from, minus thirty seven sixty three a barrel. Well, basically, um, my understanding of it was it, it's essentially the same problem that's going on in like the milk and like the dairy and ranching industry right now, where they're like, yeah, this this hiccup in production means that like our supply line, like we run a business that has a supply line. And so yeah, when there's a slowdown, we get backed up and then we it, surplus, yeah, and it and costs like too much. Same. We'd have to build, you know, new barns in the same way that they're like, yeah, we have so much oil now that the only way we could like keep the oil that we're continuing to produce is to like build massive storage facilities, which would necessitate a loss. Well, and I think this is the big economic problem you run into is no one's figured out how to do some sort of economy that is uh, planned in any way. So there's just no way of producing like oil to meet. To be fair, Russia's planned economy didn't go well. Like I'm not saying that it's a bad idea. I'm just saying they haven't done it right. The oil it's already dead. Okay, so this is it's like actually pretty wild because like listen, Christ didn't kill the dinosaurs. Like, like oil prices around the world did drop a fair bit. Like, um, West Texas Intermediate, the American benchmark, is the one that got to negative 37 bucks at a point. But then, like, uh, Brent crude, which is the Norwegian one, was still at, like, 22 bucks a barrel. And, like, uh, the Saudi barrel was still also positive because uh, in these other countries, they do have some kind of centralized planning for how much oil they produce. Um, yeah, and in the so U.S., they were able have, to get their government to buy some of the surplus. They had enough oil taxes in place already that the value wasn't like so artificially lowered to begin with. I don't. Uh, I, I, they could also say, "Hey, we're going to shut down production because we're not financed on this like insane financial scheme where we only stay afloat by promising to get oil out of the ground at a specific future date, or I, I, we can't pay back our loans to like." you know, set off the economy. This is becoming increasingly anti-American and I want to shut it down because (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and refute the idea that, um, anything is more powerful than the free market because much like the free marketplace of ideas where I should be able to say the N word and basically any other pejoratives I want and yell them and do like get to say anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just Uh, words that mean nothing. uh, I, I also believe in that as a market solution. And so (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and and one refute you Two, I'm not going to listen to anything you say after this because that's how the free marketplace of ideas works. And three, (laughs) um, yeah, I, I'm right, so I don't even really feel the need to give you space for a rebuttal, honestly. And, and to ruin well, Adam's, here, uh, to ruin Adam's uh, like uh, comedy of three right there, uh, four, um, we are on this podcast constantly flying blind, so I don't understand how you have any argument for anything when it comes to planning. <laughs> I, I, I'll turn it around here with some good old-fashioned uh, xenophobia, and like the people really at fault for this oil crash 
while Corona certainly played a part, are the Russians and OPEC. Uh, we, got, we, got, we, got, we got some foreigners here manipulating oil prices, just like they manipulate our elections. Um, yeah, that's right. I listen to Maddow. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys know they that manipulate my Twitter feed? God damn it! <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, well, they're, they're uh, artificially suppressing my engagement on Twitter. The Russians, because they know how dangerous and subversive my uh, my my tweets are. Well, hadn't, hadn't you Every guys? Every time I posted cringe, it was Russians. Yeah, haven't, <laughs> haven't haven't you guys seen the the what is definitely not oppo research and disinformation that uh, uh, Tara Reid is. Is like a Russian speaking Vladimir Putin medium posting like shill. Have you guys not heard? Because that's, that's just a that's, fact. That's the best thing is replies for like anything uh, just negative towards Democrats or Biden is uh, just naming what time it is in Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we're like, recording this at 6 a.m. Moscow time. <laughs> As if Russians get up at 9 a.m. on their diet of vodka. <laughs> Come on. The fuck is wrong with you people? They don't even have coffee in that country. Uh, but what they do have is a lot of oil that they are not selling. No, they flooded the market. They did the opposite. They're selling all their oil. Um, <laughs> that's that's how you lower prices. Um, I'm, I'm good at uh, economies. But, but they, I, I thought, yeah, yeah, I thought so. President Deals came up with a deal that was going to solve that. <laughs> Uh, um, I was listening to more Maddow, and I heard actually that he was too busy being gay with Putin to do deals. <laughs> <laughs> too busy. It's not homophobic if she does it, right? Come on. <laughs> no, you have to have uh, her and Anderson Cooper on at the same time making <laughs> this analysis. <laughs> then it's fine. <laughs> Um, but to bring it back uh, back home a little bit, this is uh, not not good for Oklahoma. In spite of like how bad oil is and how we do need to get out of an oil economy, uh, it's like our state depends on it, and it like all of the money in our state comes from oil and lots of people's jobs. And I don't know, it's it will be interesting to see whether oil's grip over the state gets even tighter because they're threatened now, or if we actually start to explore like. Maybe, you know, having enormous wind potential in the entire western half of the state. <laughs> oh, Stephen. Okay, Stephen. No, no, no. You're walking, you're walking where I was going to go, right? Which is, what would be the ideal diversified economy solution for Oklahoma to get us off oil, right? I mean, honestly, taking all of our, like, very well-adapted engineering and, like, construction Windows? industries and making it directing it towards wind because we know a lot about energy trading and building large mechanical structures we could easily build turbines um and we have we have like a lot of wind farms for you know america but we have an enormous potential i think i saw like we could power a third of the country just on like the western empty half of the state were like mostly wind farms yeah, yeah, it's wild how much energy. I mean, but I mean, does the wind really come sweeping down the plains? Well, you know, if, uh, if that were true, that, somebody would have made a song about it. Thank you. And yeah. the problem is, all that wind's going to run out. Like if we collect it in the yeah, windmills, it's going to all get stopped from turning, yeah. right? And then we'll constantly be either day or night. I believe that's have... called the Coriolis effect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining that, uh, like somebody building like a pipeline to Cushing that's just filled with wind. <laughs> yeah, it's called the freaking Oklahoma State Capitol. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> it has to be the pipeline has to be above ground, and then when we have an actual wind leak, it's. Just like a- <laughs> 
right. I, once that's, again, that's, I'm that's sorry. I, I'm sorry. I have to just stop and 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 represent that as you know in 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 representative Coburn's memory. I, I, I just have to mention that if if you all, you socialist, communist bastards, all right, if you put windmills up all over the state, you're going to kill the wind, all right? You're going to kill it. There's going to be no more wind. And not only that, you're going to destroy the most important natural resource that Oklahoma has. What, tornadoes. More every t- Every 10 no. years? Yes. Tornadoes! <laughs> You're going to destroy oh. tornadoes. You're going to ruin this country. You socialists. I'm just, I'm just trying to think about the ghost riders in the sky, you know? I don't think they can handle the windmills, right? How is that going to be safe? <laughs> if it kills all these birds, how are they going to do the, their great ride and well, call me up to I'm, their hell I'm team? Sure God could come up with a new natural disaster to smite the Bible Belt. <laughs> we already do have earthquakes. <laughs> <laughs> all, all fair points, and you've convinced me Wind, not the future. We need to protect our oil industry. It's important that we redirect all of our state funds to uh, bail out the oil industry at a state level. State what level if, bailouts are what we need. What if we? What if we split the, the difference? Tallest skyscraper Oklahoma has? I don't fucking think so. That's, yeah, they're gonna move that skyscraper to Texas if we don't do something now. <laughs> it's gonna be on the back of a semi truck, and then we're gonna. <laughs> We can move all our oil jobs to feet pick jobs, you know? Let's just get everybody in OnlyFans, you know, roughneck pe- roughneck guys' feet. We'll just rough, have them take rough, photos. Rough feet. Rough feet. They can smoke cigarettes without getting in trouble while they do feet picks, okay? It's all they want to do. They all want to smoke cigs. They want to blast cigs on rigs, and that's not okay. But if they're taking feet picks, it is, you know? That's OSHA for you right there. But see, you can't crash the OnlyFans market, Carl. That's <laughs> and it's that a, it's a delicate system over there. Um, so, like, maybe the future is that Okies are going to have to go back to California and take all their jobs. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm really excited because I, I Corona. I think. Uh, and this is this is another plot line that we haven't explored, but Corona is like a, f- a fun like pre-run for how everything is going to react to the, you know, like California and Florida and New York disappearing underwater in like 20 years. And uh, I'm really excited because it, it, it that 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 like. Uh, I cannot wait until people from California are having to pack all of their shit under their Teslas and like coming to Oklahoma in little shanty towns and we can have a, a fun <laughs> pejorative for them and like uh, shout out to Elon Musk though uh, <laughs> mental health is an actual like real thing free and America now Twitter thread he's on his second strike for committing uh, SEC violations on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> What a king, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, the real man we need to plan our economy, Elon Musk, the guy who has a 15-year-old Redditor's understanding of economics. <laughs> he just wants and, to make and, tunnels that only fit Teslas, okay? That's and the, and, and the, racial, the racial politics of a 1980s white, white South African. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh, all right. I think that's a good point for us to move on to Oklahoma news for the week. And so, uh, Mr. Nelson, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about how unemployment in the state is going? Oh, man. So uh, there's discussion about uh, asking the federal government to cancel um, 
those good, good payments that are coming in uh, for unemployment. Um, Governor uh, Governor Tit um, had a meeting on Friday uh, during the Governor's Council for Workforce and Economic Development meeting, um, which was over Zoom. Uh, but uh, they were discussing. I, I, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to to interrupt this quickly. Uh, I just want to say, whoever the Zoom bombers that got on to the uh, Oklahoma Board of Education uh, like two weeks ago, and uh, yeah, you, you're getting our shout out this week, guys. I want you to keep it up. It was a good job, you guys. Like disrupting anything that Joy Hoffmeister is a part of is actually just like moral and important to do. So continue to do that as best you can. Thanks guys. The real ass dude of the week. Continuing the sidebar. I love all these uh, news reports about zoom bombs where people like these people came on here and said racial slurs. And it's like, you've been on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Like have you, it's not that surprising. (laughs) Clearly never played one game of call of duty. (laughs) Um, but uh, so uh, the, the Zoom meetings uh, contained discussions of getting people back to work, um, which uh, the company or the country opened, what, two, two days ago now um, uh, for May. Uh, Don Morris, uh, the executive director of workforce development, a completely real job, uh, mentioned the, quote, disincentive effect and uh, quote that, that the six hundred dollar federal unemployment stimulus may have. Um, Teresa Keller, who's the deputy director at the Oklahoma Employment Security Commission. Wait, huh? if, if, I, if I didn't want to disincentivize my employees from working, I would simply pay them more. Uh, I'm wow. Not how that what? works. What? No. Not how that works. The virtue of being a jobbed person is its own reward, Carl. No, no, it, it's not even that. And like, and, and, and like that, that is uh, the hot take. But, but my real take on this is. Uh, the the virtue of having healthcare is like the thing that your job is that yeah, that's, that's what you get like like your 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 benefit and your like housing is like that's next to the fact that when you go to a hospital you just don't become a slave like that is what really getting a job gets you well even then it gets it gets better than that okay so um they they're talking about canceling these payments, right? And so uh, basically, Teresa Keller, um, who's with the Oklahoma uh, Employment Security, like the OESC, right, um, uh, said one option would be to ask the federal government to stop these payments to Oklahoma, which I think is hilarious because not only did we, and I forgot to mention in our previous story that uh, did y'all read Governor Stitt's um, letter to Donald Trump asking to declare uh, the oil pricing falling an act of God? <laughs> Oh, okay. I, I don't know how we fucking missed this, but uh, he, he essentially uh, asked because because apparently there's some uh, super archaic like if, if he pronounces some, uh, yeah, that that thing. Yeah, that, that's a uh, Adam. I don't know. I don't know about that. If you want to talk about that. But uh, the, the, it allows, I, uh, so basically there are um, so there like if, if you can imagine like we have to have sources for things to get paid and like very often when something like this happens because this is a free market not a planned economy it's like oh my god this is a thing that has happened and that no one has control over whatever but like (laughs) this is like oh this is a thing that this happened and then there's like no one who like rightfully should bear this loss unless 
we're going to do what like Missouri is doing and sue China. Um, uh, I don't even Chad, know who Chad you Luke. are. But but <laughs> if if the government declares this an act of God, essentially they can like it opens up other avenues of funding because right now the government is looking at its own pocketbook going, well, am I just supposed to pay out all of this individual loss because we're not – we don't treat ourselves as a society. We're all, we're a society of individuals and all individuals bear their own loss rather than bearing loss as a society. And so when a societal calamity happens, it's like, we just have this, like we just, it's, it's this dude in my head. Yeah, no, it's the exact same as the dictatorship in Rome. Yeah. It's just the dictatorship in Rome. It's just, uh, we're turning the rules off. We can't do it anymore. That's fucked. We're turning the rules off. Can you all imagine that press conference though? When Trump is like, you know, folks. So I'm I'm calling this an act of God. And since I'm calling it, maybe it makes me more powerful than God. I'm the one who decided. It's like you would say that, and it would be amazing. And I'd be like, okay, I gotta vote for the super God. You know, I'm so, sorry. I mean, I'm not saying I'm God. Just an archangel, Michael. I speak for the Lord. <laughs> the Pope. So, uh, the Pope. When I, when I he is a serpent. I just showed up to Mary in Bethlehem, and I, I and and then Jesus happened. The the Pope. He's usurped my authority. All right. That's what the, 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 Michael uh, did. We grab Mary, but Carl. <laughs> I'm gonna move to Avignon. I'm the real Pope now. I'm the real I mean, Pope now. What are we gonna get complaints from the church, Parker? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I have it on good anyway. authority that Carl has personally threatened and made it with intent to harm the Pope, and I will publish <laughs> that. No, they're just going to move me to a different parish and let me keep doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So, uh, reeling this shit back in. Um, uh, uh, Teresa Keller suggested that one option would be to ask the federal government to stop the payments to Oklahoma, that they can request within 30 days' notice that they be terminated for Oklahoma, um, noting that she (laughs) didn't know if that was attacked Oklahoma, quote, would want to do. So she's already, you know... putting the shit out there and then trying to walk it back. Um, But others in the meeting had expressed concerns that the combination of state and federal unemployment payments would lead to businesses reopening uh, without a workforce willing to return. Um, Oklahoma, with a minimum wage of $7.25 an hour, um, has one of the lowest minimum wages in the nation, as you know, low as it can be. Um, and some wage workers are reporting are reporting uh, making more money on unemployment than they did while employed. First of all, shut the fuck up. Okay? You're making more money. <laughs> Take the money. You don't have to brag about it. I get it, but they—they're. Stri- listen to the Look, business. Hey, Parker, I—I I I think you're being very unfair to business owners because if like basic minimum uh, payments to not die are just made available, then they won't work for a basic minimum amount of money to not die for me. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I, but don't listen, you know how business works, Parker? You pay people less than it costs for them to produce stuff, and they still deliver you the goods. <laughs> and not only that, we already had this conversation. The, the, the thing that they are getting for working for you is the right to get health care without being a slave. Like, right. we, we keep well, walking listen, past this. How else well, listen, are they going to get a $6,000 deductible health care plan? Oh, I don't know how Come many on. fucking servers are getting health care. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this is, these, these are the, like, so, so these payments are part of the congressional $2.2 trillion CARES relief package, right, that help address, you know, the coronavirus pandemic. The $600 payments don't replace existing state benefits, but rather stack on top. So Oklahoma has to ask real nicely, hey, pretty please, can you exclude us from that? 
that, which I'm sure um, Lindsey Graham saying, you won't be getting any more money over my dead body, you know, which... Over my confirmed bachelor's ass. <laughs> <laughs> which, to be fair, uh, dead Lindsey Graham and more money, I think, is a win-win situation. Um, uh, p- uh, Parody-wise. In-game. In uh, yeah, in-game. <laughs> Uh, but uh, they th- just listen. Listen real quick to the business owner's strategy of uh, trying to like have people like narc on one another uh, to deny unemployment benefits because that's the only thing they're relying on essentially um, is uh, 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 this uh, fuckboy um, named uh, ooh, where did his name go? Uh, Keller um, essentially says uh, it, it would, it would uh, seem that the federal unemployment payment is fixed, but is there a way to move the fix so it doesn't create a disincentive to work? Um, it seems like we're going to have to stick here pretty soon to say you must come back to work. But I would, it would be nice to get the carrot, uh, get rid of the carrot as well. You know, get that <laughs> shit out of here. So I'm just, I, I loved how he got super <laughs> mad on the internet. He was like, "You all are misquoting me by using a direct quote I made." In this oh video. yeah, but but he uses just <laughs> blisteringly incoherent metaphors, which is, uh, but he. he he replied that states were not allowed to reduce their unemployment benefit wage amount, but the federal money could be halted, uh, which do, I don't like the $600 are necessary on top of what it is that you're getting. But she uh, she also said the employers need to contact the OESC so unemployment payments can be pulled from someone who doesn't want to work because they're making more on unemployment. Quote, if there's a claimant who says, you know, I can make more at home drawing this extra $600 and some other benefits than if the employer, the, then if the employer will contact us. That is considered a refusal of suitable work, and we will cut off their benefits. So, that being said, one, shut the fuck up. Two, um, I don't understand how many like businesses are actually like furloughing people or firing them that are going to be like, oh, this is a right to work state. Um, you technically, sir, still have your not a right to work state. A fucking at will state. You still have your job. Um, I'm going to now a report lot. you to the OESC to get you to come back. A lot. Uh, let me tell you, it's. I, I will just let you know, it is an enormous amount. We also a lot of them will do this. Uh, they'll 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 lay you off or furlough you, but they'll actually not fire you. They will reduce you to zero hours on their payroll, so oh, that you're yeah, still yeah, on not. their payroll. And so the mm-hmm, second you mm-hmm. uh, apply for unemployment, they'll just say, "No, they're still on payroll." Here's their payroll well, link. Yeah, they get zero hours, and we're not paying them anything, and we've canceled their benefits, and we're not giving them their paid time off, and they have like three wage complaints against us because we haven't issued them their final paycheck or paid them their paid time off. Uh, but as yeah, they shouldn't I get know, unemployment either. Is, uh, well, as far as I know, maybe it's because I'm an elite East Coast uh, debutante getting my fat uh, government checks, but I thought that being furloughed meant that you qualify for unemployment. Yeah, yeah so you qualify, it does. Under the CARES Act, you qualify for lost hours. So if you're mm. at zero hours, the government will cover it. But, which is actually but a good that thing doesn't. To do. But that like like yeah. the, the, like the, there's there's always it was this. one of the demands in the Senate that held this up originally was for to stop the loophole bullshit like this. Well, and and this is like and one who, of and who kept it from happening? One Senator Bernard Bernie Sanders. Yeah, uh, but like that that like. The, the the reality of the situation on the ground is always different than the theory and like that that's the issue like yeah they're entitled to it yeah but that's not going to stop the fact that like if I need to pay rent on the first of the month and I submit my unemployment you know two weeks beforehand and then we have to go through a you know arbitration process that takes two and a half months because they're contesting it 
and I have to hire an attorney and go through the unemployment process and pay an attorney. Right. No, one had, like, no one has time to fucking mm-hmm. or the money and, and you're yeah. and you know and you've got you know and another one of the big ones that we have constantly is that like we have people who aren't getting their last paychecks or aren't getting their accrued pay time mm-hmm. off or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And so they guess what they have to do? Wage complaint with Department of Labor. And guess what that takes? Mm-hmm. A fucking month and a half to get your money. And so then well, it's all then, these like, people who are, who are in this you, lurch. You've got both your company trying to like fight you out of this but then you've got like tattletale patrols trying to check and see if you've mm-hmm. been doing anything that might get you disqualified like fucking hall monitors going around trying to see if you'll slip up on unemployment for any reason hey oklahomans this would be a great time to uh unionize and realize that your solidarity <laughs> is like the thing that prevents mm-hmm. you from having to snitch on your coworkers because yes. otherwise this is going to turn into 1984 and, and orwell was just wrong i'll just say he was just straight up and down wrong and that unions are actually like the way forward in this fucking prop process <laughs> So uh, Sean Couplin, uh responded to uh, Keller saying that, saying that's the best news I've heard all day. He is the uh, Oklahoma Secretary of Commerce and Workforce, uh, Workforce De- Development. Um, that, that has been super concerning to me, and I'm so glad to hear that. I've got companies saying we're trying to hire people back, and they're saying, nope, we're good. We're making plenty of money on the unemployment piece. So Couplin said in a meeting that there is, quote, an urgency, end quote, to quote, build our economy and start building our habits back and start doing business before the federal stimulus money dries up. They're supposed to be making money while they're not working. We're not supposed to be fucking working right now. (laughs) There's not going to be another safety net, I bet, Gooplin says. that The government can only continue coming coming forth with more and more and more dollars so often, but that's why we feel such an urgency. Shut the goddamn it! He fucking contradicted himself! I know. Oklahoma's economy can totally open up when oil prices are at $6 a barrel. (laughs) That'll work. Everybody has money to spend right now if we cut off the unemployment. Yeah. It's not a a race with other states. It's not a knee-jerk reaction. It's a very thoughtful discussion looking at the data and wanting to get our businesses back up and going. Adam, shut the fuck up. Everybody's going to go to restaurants when the oil industry is gone. Is Oklahoma doing the 30% capacity thing when they open up, or is it just whole hog? Oh, baby, we're open. I fucking went to – no, 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 no. I I, I was driving on the first just out and around to see because I went shopping for – I went grocery shopping for my parents uh, just so they didn't have to go to the grocery store. Um, And there were like motherfuckers. like flashier nine in traffic. Is that what you were doing? That that is true. I I, I went – Constitution carry, baby. Um, but we, there were, but there were people like li- flooding restaurants. Like I'm talking like Louis, like, uh, like Mexican restaurants, just all over the patio. Like, dude, we're going to see the ramifications of this in two weeks, which is going to be amazing. I, uh, I'm I, actually like really, really into this thing where all these Republican States, mostly Republican States have opened up early and in two weeks are going to be like, yeah, that one's on us. <laughs> uh, no, they won't. They'll blame it on, they'll blame it on immigrants. Don't worry. That's their, that's their playbook. Um, I, I went to, uh, Walmart at Memorial and Admiral, uh, 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 yesterday, uh, to, to do my grocery shopping for the week. And, uh, let me tell you, it was elbows and assholes in there. It was, there was mm-hmm. no room in that store. It was, it People was are literally making threats of, because they're in Oklahoma <laughs> city, actually. Stillwater. There, did you, Stillwater. Just, <laughs> and, yeah, no well, they're making threats of violence <laughs> towards when there was the like the mask requirement or whatever, yeah. right? They were literally <laughs> I, I like, a, "I will fight you if you don't let me in this Target." Phone. 
for for um for for Bedlam, and it's a photo of Stalin writing in his journal. Today, Pistol Pete was an enemy of the people, and on May first, Pistol Pete was an enemy of the fucking people. Um, Since he went to stores and was like, "Uh, fuck you, I'm not wearing a mask, I have a gun." And then they were like, "Sir, this is Waffles House. You are allowed to smoke inside now." Uh, Sean Copeland uh, said the businesses were. This is one of my favorite quotes. Because um, John Copeland said the businesses were were not shut down to uh, eradicate the coronavirus. They were shut down in order to make sure we had the capacity in our healthcare system to handle these new cases. And we feel like we have that. Based so on what? Based on literally what? So, that, so well, that's the reason we don't back up. The, curve. the whole point of flattening the curve is once it's flattened, you can entirely reopen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. extending the time period so that you don't overwhelm the healthcare system. And, and, and one month is definitely enough, according to all of the models and projections that we have, with the 10,000 beds, like hospital beds in Oklahoma, to the 3 million pop, one in 388 people. Yeah, I die fucking what's, what's funny is back in 1918, when they had, like, I don't know, something like four months of quarantine for Spanish flu, it ended, and Philadelphia had a big old two hundred thousand person parade. The quarantine, two hundred thousand people, and, and had like a bigger spike after the parade than like the entire quarantine pandemic rates. Yeah, which no, is what's like, going to happen. Their <laughs> spike in deaths per million people was was higher than, like, or I guess, kind of on the same level. If you think of like population difference, I mean, I think like today yes, right. was the highest death rate for Corona. Still, like, it's still going up, and there's like, hell yeah, mission accomplished. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is yeah, this is just George Bush what standing on the bow of whatever the USS Missouri, just declaring the Iraq War over. Jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon they're going to be like, we have to use these depleted uranium tank shells to defeat the coronavirus. <laughs> Fucking Kevin Stitt wearing a Ted's Mexican Escondido medium shirt coming out being like, mission accomplished. The restaurants are open. <laughs> oh my God. Keith Pickens coming up from the grave with like 20 plastic um, Eskimo Joe's cups being like, mission accomplished on top <laughs> he, of the stadium. He smashes through his glass coffin uh, in which he's entombed in in Keith Pickens Stadium. <laughs> So Copeland also said, uh, he's like, I know we have a lot of critics, uh, you, you know, uh, too, it's too soon, all that stuff. Uh, but, we, but, but we're not ever going to get down to zero cases, so we would never open up businesses under that scenario. <laughs> it's the most Megan McArdle ass take. It's just like, well, we can't ever keep every building from catching fire, so why would we do something about it? But look, uh, there are two options here. There are binary options. And it, there's either no cases or there are cases. And so, look, no cases is impossible. So we just have to accept that there are cases. And the the amount of cases doesn't matter. There just are cases. And there's nothing you can do. I'm, it, it, His man. wife needs a haircut, okay? She Absolutely. needs to get a haircut that lets her yell at the manager more effectively. <laughs> and uh, who are we to deny her? Hey, yeah, we're talking, you know... I, I just want to give a shout out, especially to um, all all the the women of color who have dealt with, you know, be like being called Shaniqua by you know Bonquisha by white women, uh, like like a uh, Ling Ling, you know, like a fucking uh, white women are doing this. Parker. No, no, absolutely, this is the '80s, motherfucker. Are you kidding me? And I thought that's Consuela, can't, can't being called Maria, 
Why, why women can't be handled being called Karen for? Oh, I've got yeah. Susan which, which, back here. I've got Brenda. <laughs> I, I got a couple. I'm I'm holding on to that, that we can throw uh, around. I, I mean, if we want to do the breakdown, they definitely uh, put the, put a breakdown out there on Twitter that uh, I think it was like the the twenty to forties are Karen, and anything above fifty is Susan, and below that is Becky. Uh, I like how it's like we have to have the freedom to go back to restaurants and I demand those servers go back to work or they can fucking starve. Yeah. I I, I love because I mean, what do you call it when you're serving a table and a white lady is yelling at you because uh, you didn't do soft ice in her water. That's a K hole folks. (laughs) I was going to say like, I, I, I still think that it's like a, a, evidence of the fact that the South lost the military war, but won the culture war (laughs) is that like these people still have the same amount of respect for like the, 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 the servant class is that like, no, I must have my hair cut. No, I, I, I don't get my hair cut. If, if if I don't get my nails done, I will burn this entire school down. Like all these people, all these people are stuck at home and have nothing but their own internal, like mind palaces to keep them bored. And they're realizing how, much they suck and are mediocre and they're like i need to exert my own economic superiority on lower class people so that i think i realize i have value i mean they're all stuck at home with their kids who like (laughs) are just shitty goblins that should be eradicated from this earth and they're like i need to get out i'm sending the blessings you have all the crotch spawned karen that's God. true. That's true. And I was I'm sending out the blessings to um, the one, one lady who posted um, on uh, Facebook, Facebook Live, when she was like, "These fucking kids, man!" And she's sitting there like, like, like she's like, "You need to get the weed man. You need to get the weed man available, Mister <laughs> Trump. You need to get the weed man available because these fucking kids, I cannot <laughs> handle these fucking kids." <laughs> and she's sitting there. She's sitting there smoking a blunt in the front seat of her car. <laughs> Just doing, doing the YouTube, YouTube Facebook Live. Just oh, uh, this, talking is, about- this has been a golden age for dash cam vids because that's one of the only places conservatives have left anymore. Is- God, I love Marco Rubio. He's a, he's just a fucking <laughs> real ass. He's a real ass dude. But, I'm still uh, waiting for his, his dash cam where he's like, Castro took away my slaves. It's there, was, there was like a time when people legitimately thought Marco Rubio should be president. <laughs> yeah, whenever he said Trump had a tiny dick on stage, I was like, you know what? You got my vote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then Trump proceeded to own him for the next four months. Trump proceeded to be like, sir, my hug is bigger than yours. And also, did Marco Rubio have time? to apologize to him publicly? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's called being a real man whenever you make your enemies apologize to you in public. I think that's in Sun Tzu, is if your opponent says you have a tiny dick, <laughs> you must apologize. You must make him apologize in public. Yeah, that's in Sun Tzu's Art of the Deal. Yeah. <laughs> right but, next um, to but, uh, unemployment Copeland. should be higher than wages you pay people to work. <laughs> To try to, to to wrap this up, um, the final quote in this article from from Copeland um, uh, tries to um, make him. He he. I think he had a realization that was like, "Ooh, I need to like not sound like a complete crazy capitalistic sociopath." Um, and he was like, he also said that the mental health of Oklahomans was another important piece of the decision to reopen the state. Uh, quote. 
one of the things that's not talked about very much is the isolation. And we're beginning to see uh, domestic violence increases, depression, substance abuse, because people are either all alone or cooped up in a small area. Almost so we like think it's Oki's, important Oki's for that Oki's mental health. Oki's weren't abusing substances before. It's almost yeah. like so capitalism breeds mental, mental health at yeah. all. No, Any we're going to make sure that people can go back to their shitty clerk job to improve their mental health, Parker, which they need. <laughs> yes, that's the therapy. Okay, okay, so that's Do you know how many meth labs have closed oh. because of social distancing? Sam, <laughs> come on. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that'll take us into our next Oklahoma story. Uh, and so we're just going to talk about tornadoes for a moment. It's tornado season, as everyone in Oklahoma knows. And uh, I, I I tried pretty diligently to find the uh, ghost voice of uh, Joe Exotic uh, so that he could sing uh, for us, uh, uh, a man saw a tornado and a tornado saw a man. Because on Tuesday of this week, I was standing in my Tulsa home and looking out the front window and I saw a funnel cloud over downtown. And I was on the phone with our uh, with uh, Red Star's own Carl Roberts and he heard me shit my pants. Uh, because I, I, I saw, I saw a tornado and it saw me and, uh, I'll just let you guys know that I am, uh, forming a new tornado based religion. Um, the tornado is my God. When you you gaze into the tornado, the tornado gazes back. It saw me. It saw me. It saw me last week. I can't, I can't, I can't explain it to you, but it saw me. It knows where I live. It saw me. I, I am terrified of it. And that reverence and awe of the power of God is, is, is I think what most religion aspires to. So I'm just going to go with these feelings of reverence I have towards the new sky master. And, um, we just wanted to take a moment to remind everyone, you know, be listening to your radios, be, uh, paying attention to the, the local weather forecasts, uh, interior rooms in your home with no windows and uh are the best place to hide grab a mattress and pull it over you and get in a a bathtub if you can uh and uh be safe out there folks because if you live in more move um (laughs) and uh if you have any sins that you haven't uh confessed and push it somewhere else <laughs> Jesus Christ well but then they'd have to move the National Weather Center to wherever the fuck was because that, that that's all they're there for they put it in Norman just so they could be next to where the fuck situation was <laughs> no there was a there was a demonic trade between Moore and Norman for ownership of Toby Keith and the National <laughs> Weather Center <laughs> but Toby uh, Keith I love this National Weather Center oh my god <laughs> I would go to that. I would straight up be like, this is my home now. Yeah, you can't because you have to be federal. You have to have like a top secret security clearance to walk around in there because it's where they have the weather making machine. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Zorro ranches on Highway 9 in Norman, actually. Jesus Christ. It's got the files for how they made Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, but just, just um, Oklahoma's yeah. weather tips I think we should all make. Number one. Always have a 30 rack, so you're ready. <laughs> you need your beverages. Oh, you need dude. Whenever yeah. that tornado came, you're I did take a couple shots of tequila because I was just like, listen, if it hits, I got to be limp. 
I got to be loose. That's how you survive a tornado, guys. You got to survive a tornado. It's like drunk driving. Do you know the drunk driver never dies because they're limp, right? So it's the same, same theory. Also, don't run the math on that because I'm just asserting it to you and you don't have to double check me. Or this is not, I'm not a lawyer. This is not safety advice. Drunk drive at the tornado. Uh, there's an entire profession around that, Carl. Yeah, there is an entire profession around that, except that they use amphetamines. You drive a dominator. <laughs> That's how Tim Samaras died in the El Reno monster. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that like Oklahoma Okies should adopt the spirit of the Killdozer Man and make your own storm-chasing vehicles. Maybe don't kill yourself in a standoff with the government, but make your own sort of armored vehicle to explore tornadoes at a safe sort of in a safe enclosure. <laughs> And I will, I will say that, um, I, I, I just want to put it out in the airways. I spent a lot of time yelling at the sky and taunting Thor and Odin and Zeus and all gods of storms and, and electricities and lightnings and tornadoes. But I just want to apologize to them publicly and say that I am swearing fealty now to the sky gods. And um, <laughs> I will just be sacrificing my dog later today in my backyard to appease them and burning him on a pyre so that uh, I can't do that. He's too fluffy and cute. You're right. He, he'll just he'll just continue. To, a, he'll just continue to live in servitude. Tornado, for it, it will not help, but it probably won't hurt. So it, it, it is what Joe Exotic would do, and so it, that is good enough for me. It won't help, but it will be the coolest last thing you ever do. <laughs> so you want to what you want to do during tornado season two is practice your run inside time, right? Because you want to get the cool photo, but you also don't want to die. <laughs> And the trick is. Last, did did you get a tornado when, when that one hit Stillwater and like? Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. And it was, was just like was, everyone had the photo with the tornado. That was like a block because my neighborhood in Stillwater was like one block away from where all the university farms were. So like we just went out, basically one block and just had a flat view of nothing. So you could see it from like I don't know, probably a mile away. It was fun stuff. I got to do that once as a kid where I just saw a tornado going through some farmland and I was like, ah, oh, yeah, very cool. And it was like 10 miles away. So it was like not a threat. Uh, the one over downtown was coming straight at my home and I could see it <laughs> and it was coming for me. And it was like, it was honestly one of the scariest things. Like I literally, I was so spooked because it like was literally <laughs> was on a straight line to my, I mean, it went over my home and like, I, yeah, I, I was real scared. And so yeah. I was, I was, um, I was watching the call and I heard a guy be like, yeah, so that, that there's a tornado in between those two skyscrapers. And then you called me Adam and it was just unintelligible <laughs> screaming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that, that is very, exactly. very accurate to what happened. I was very spooked. Uh, but speaking of being spooked, I think it's time to move on to the conservative reading series for this week. And I think we have a good one. Don't we, Carl? We do. We really do. Come on over here. Coward! I know that I want to punch you in the nose. I'll beat your goddamn ass, you son of a bitch. You're an intellectual dumbass, and I'm coming. You coward, you think you're a tough guy. I hate you, coward! (laughs) We're gonna defeat this anti-human scum! We're gonna wreck their world! 
Senator Langford decided to show his ass uh, in the Oklahoman. And you know what? I think it's worth reading the, the wise words of Oklahoma's junior senator. Uh, so uh, how, how about we hear what he has to say uh, t on today, Sunday, May 3rd. Um, this, this article is titled, Oklahomans Will Weather This Storm, which, fuck you, go to hell. Um, <laughs> Carl, we're in this together. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna weather the storm. That's not uh, you know what it is. It is like one of the things we have. So I will give him credit for that. But uh, <laughs> let's let's read what he thinks we should be doing right now. As Oklahomans, we all know, we all we know all too well how to weather a storm. This spring we are experiencing. You scream at it. Stuff. You scream <laughs> at it, and you say no. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, you, you yell at it until it turns away, and if it doesn't turn away, uh, Godspeed. Um, God's throw, well, if it throw doesn't turn as many empties as you can at the tornado, make more empties if you need to. And if it doesn't turn away, then you are by definition a sinner and you are receiving <laughs> penance for the crimes that you yeah, have committed against God. Do you all remember that one? You, do you all remember that one in 2015 that like hit Highway 9 in Norman? We were all at uh, my house. And uh, at one point, somebody's like, uh, where's the cat? And we were like, you know what? The cat's going to make it through or he's not. And that's on him. Uh, that, that's the Oklahoman method of weathering a storm. Um, and I believe uh, Senator Langford, however, uh, has an opinion about it, too. Uh, this spring, we are experiencing more than hailstones. We are facing a health and economic storm as we have never faced. Just stunningly good writing. Um, Actually, it is for like this. Like he uses a semicolon to like divide like two full clauses correctly, which is something that I don't think the editorial board could do. And he also doesn't lay out a thing that's true to then immediately refute it in his article. <laughs> so a good, good change up from uh, the normal slop we get. Uh, we have done what it takes to quote flatten the curve to protect our friends and neighbors by staying home practicing social distancing and washing our hands something yep. he normally doesn't does apparently do and uh, a, a trial akin to weathering the first world war honestly <laughs> <laughs> truly five, five weeks in quarantine is the same as being rotated out for three years in the trenches <laughs> In the past two months, Congress took unprecedented action for an unprecedented crisis to provide aid to millions of Americans who have been directly impacted when they no longer had an income. The CARES Act provided billions of dollars for healthcare and nursing facilities, testing supplies of vaccine development, education and student support, and help for victims of domestic violence and the homeless. The CARES Act especially focused on the backbone of our economy, small businesses and their employees like Shake Shack. Through the pay pay, uh, Paycheck Protection Program and the expanded economic injury disaster. Level. It's a huge win for Shake Shack today, guys. I'm going to let you guys know that Shake Shack is not doing well. And the fact that Langford is directly <laughs> shouting them out isn't an editorial contribution from Carl. It is actually the most important thing that has happened for Shake Shack in months. Much like Jimmy's Egg, if Shake Shack doesn't receive a shout out from Langford every four months, its doors close. <laughs> There's a Jimmy's egg in Norman that is just waiting for Langford. They've got like three more days. If he doesn't say Jimmy's egg, they are going to just have to shut the fuck down. Like a death know? row inmate waiting on a pardon. Yeah. Just like four more days. Come on. He's got to come through. If you say Jimmy's egg three times into a bathroom mirror at midnight, uh, you get really good hash browns. Uh, try it, folks. Works. Um, 
The PPP uh, has aided many Oklahoma small businesses, rural hospitals, nonprofits, and houses of worship so far. What, why? There's a bifurcation of fucking. Oh, God. And you forgot a period, you fucking moron. Yeah, fucking idiot. Um, um, Grandpa, I'll encourage people to look at the like racial disparities of the PPP loans. It's like 95% of like black and Hispanic businesses did not get the loans. Um, Should have named it other people's paychecks. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the. <laughs> More like the uh, YPP uh, <laughs> package. So far, more than 35,557 loans slash grants have been approved in Oklahoma with over $4.6 billion in total aid. This funding wasn't intended to make small businesses whole. It was intended to ensure employees of small businesses still got their paychecks and to ensure those businesses had a fighting chance to get through this very tough season. We have seen the tenacity and resilience of small business owners and the commitment they have to their employees. For those businesses that haven't applied, Congress added an additional uh, $310 billion to the program so more have access to the relief. I encourage you to contact your local lender quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Unemployment applications in our state have overwhelmed the Oklahoma Economic Security Commission since unemployment filing has more than quadrupled the previous record. Our state agencies are working hard to get the necessary benefits to applicants as quickly as possible, including the new Pandemic Unemployment Assistance, PUA. (laughs) 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 The thing is, what you got to do is uh, neg the virus. You got to give a backhanded compliment. Uh, Extra unemployment benefits will continue through the end of July or until workplaces reopen, whichever comes first. Unemployment benefits are only available when there's no option for work. Once a previous position is open and ready for an employee, all unemployment benefits end. Great. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, The CARES Act was designed to help everyone in this crisis, including employees and employers, public and private schools, small businesses and large businesses, healthcare providers and healthcare users. Healthcare users. users. If there's there's one thing that I know, it's that there's definitely no direct conflict between employees and employers. (laughs) You can can definitely, like, state the interests of both in one one plan. Yeah. Nothing has gone wrong with having employees uh, have to go through their employers for money. That's that's totally been good. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, because they're like a family. Yeah, yeah, they're like a f- true. Yeah, so, but that's what a small business is. It's a family <laughs> in that they fucking abuse you and use your labor for free. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a family, you know, they just like Mount Carmel in Waco, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should watch Waco. It does actually get good after the first few episodes. Uh, highly I refuse to watch anything with a fake David Crash. We all need help this time. But we cannot lose track that our government is us. This is us. <laughs> Wait, our government is us. <laughs> Look at the brain on Langford. Woo! <laughs> uh, we cannot Hashtag. wait for. We cannot wait for someone from Washington to fix the issues we face. We, the people, should serve each other in every way we can. We should just suck and fuck our way out of this. You know, we gotta. <laughs> I love. Come together. I love that Langford. I love that Langford like continues to perpetuate. Like he's in Washington. He works in Washington. That's the like he is Washington elite, <laughs> and like he is still like, oh, we can't wait for someone from Washington to fix it. Meaning me. You can't that's wait for me I, to fix it. That's why I voted for him. He's honest. It's like I'm not gonna do anything. You can't. <laughs> yeah. You can't expect me to. Do my job and direct aid towards my home state. I'm just you waiting. For you got to pull to, yourself up by your steps. I'm just waiting for him to pull the bit from. It's not my part. job to help this state from DC. 
<laughs> I'm waiting for him to pull the bit from South Park where he where he's like, okay, so um, actual like it's the people from the future that are why <laughs> nobody is working. Uh, suck and fuck a gay orgy. Let's go. I can't. He, so. he actually sent me a letter that was like, wouldn't the most rebellious thing in twenty in like 2012? He was he sent me a letter and he was like, wouldn't the most rebellious thing you could do be not voting how your parents vote? And I was like, you know what? Kind of, okay, okay, bro. What are you, what are you, what are you <laughs> All right. doing? Um, it also that's illegally like the, used, that's like, uh, that's like the United States Air Force stuff. It's like the 30 Rock bit where Jack's trying to figure out how to get more black people to vote Republican and he can't do it. So he just sets, starts making all these ads being like, black people, don't vote. Why would you do it? Don't go do it. Just don't do it. <laughs> Let's keep reading here, folks. Uh, Washington has a part, but the greatest help is what we do for each other. Our Oklahoma standard. What I don't know what that is. It's they're both capitalized. What's the Oklahoma standard? I don't know. What does that refer that to? That is a credo that I have adopted from the U.S. Marine Corps. <laughs> the Oklahoma standard. Oklahoma standard is when two like Oklahomans get together and go find like a, a a car that's got a tree growing out of its engine block and break the windows in the woods for fun. It's I thought the Oklahoma standard is finding uh, road flares in the street and trying to light them on fire when you're drunk. <laughs> so, I thought the Oklahoma standard is is going camping and bringing a thirty rack of beer, but not bringing tent pole. All things I have done with fellow Oklahomans, and I am proud of. <laughs> Oklahoma standard is actually the secret branch of Standard Oil, where J.D. Rockefeller's frozen head still controls the uh, crude economy. See, I was going to say. <laughs> I was gonna say the Oklahoma standard yeah. is going to an abandoned building building in Tulsa, and when the cops roll up, you're like, "No, we didn't come here to break windows, <laughs> officer." Even though you did. <laughs> I, I I think I, I think you could also make it uh, as one of the things that I've been dealing with in my life is uh, the Oklahoma standard is only having one uh, one way lane open on 15th Street, <laughs> and then having homeless people and or children. Uh, move the cones into the middle of that single lane so that no one can drive down it until them cones are moved. I, the, the Oklahoma standard is making a bridge just sturdy enough that it'll stay up for the duration of the inspection. <laughs> Adam, I don't know how to tell you enough times that the people doing that are Booker T. Washington speech and debate kids who are high <laughs> and drunk. That, I mean, I know, but I'm still bad. <laughs> I had to get out of my car on a public thoroughfare and move a cone twice yesterday just to drive. Yeah, but think about how much fun they had, be, like having a, a 32 ounce from Quick Trip filled with liquor and doing that. Come on. Uh, our Oklahoma standard and our grit to help each other survive a storm will outlast any federal aid. Uh, will it? <laughs> will it? <laughs> When the storm finally passes, we will need to have a real national discussion about how we pay for all the assistance that was necessary to weather the storm. As a nation, we have borrowed almost three trillion dollars over the last forty-five days. No, we just all made that it debt will have nowhere because it's not real. It's fake. It's not real. It's fake. What? Who was that guy who went on TV and was like? They were like, "How are you paying for the uh, for the great Re for TARP during the Great Recession?" He was like, "Yeah, we told the computer to put a zero at the end. <laughs> we just put a zero. At th that's how we paid for it." It was actually <laughs> Steve Mnuchin. 
I, I just looked no, that's how he paid for Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just looked up the Oklahoma Standard on Urban Dictionary, um, and it's, <laughs> it says, the place everyone disses because they wish they could have the low poverty rates and economy that Oklahoma has. <laughs> <laughs> did did Senator Langford write that yes. after he published this article? It's pretty diverse because it was the dumpster for races that the U.S. didn't want a long time ago, and it actually has some pretty good-looking girls, although strangely all the ugly ass ones are the ones who get pregnant <laughs> okay i don't need them to 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 at me like this <laughs> yeah i'm in this content and i don't like it oklahoma the best state of the united states <laughs> top 10 state Woo. um all that debt will have to be paid back before we pass another bill for national assistance we should determine what will be needed to pay off the debt spending hmm. What could we do to pay off the debt? I really wonder what options we have for that. Langford's going to, like, send uh, bills, itemized bills, to everyone who got relief during the whole coronavirus. Except any any of the, like, airlines or the stock market. No, of course Uh, not. No, individuals being like, um, yeah, it turns out you got uh, four weeks of unemployment. You're going to have to pay us back for that uh, because your job came back, actually. There's, like, there's a huge problem with de- debt at all levels, but one of the biggest problems is that no one knows who we owe the government's debt to. I mean, like genuinely, like, to ourselves, to just make artificial constructs to have to be indebted to to just make more money. But yeah, so if if you want to collect on the U.S., what are you gonna do? Like this is a invade, real thing. Like, invade Hawaii. Like, I mean, yeah. what do you what do you think is gonna happen? <laughs> Well, how did that work out last time? You know, I'm yeah, I mean, it's the classic case of like, you know, if if you if you take out, if you don't pay back a loan for a hundred thousand dollars, you've got a problem. If you don't pay back a loan for a billion dollars, the bank has a problem. It's yeah. like, yeah, what do you what are you gonna do? We and we also, have we used all of our money to buy guns. <laughs> Try and get it back. <laughs> but I mean, part of the thing too is like everybody talks like this mindset is based on the idea that a national debt is like family debt or something which number one not true i can't print money i don't have that option the u.s government does and number two everyone in the u.s has a shit ton of debt and it's okay the economy still somehow works like well, yeah okay like, even well, that's the, the thing even the that's the disparity that i never get is they always compare it to like a family budget where it needs to be balanced but every well-run business or like land ownership or like investment thing Debt is a good thing. Like the more debt to like equity you have, or like the more equity you have, the more debt you can take out, which is good because that means you can build more shit with it. So something as large as the government, yes, should have a fuckload of debt because it's doing all these massive projects that are good on a nationwide scale and provide returns on a very long scale. So it's like, yeah, we we should be taking out the debt to pay for the shit that we need to survive now because it doesn't mean anything. It's fucking meaningless to take out more money. I think part of the mindset, too, is that if, if it ever comes to a point where someone's like, you have to pay all the debt back, and the government's like, no, then the whole re- – all of the centrist and Republican mindset is gone because the second we're like, yeah, we just don't have to pay it. Everyone's just, okay, cool. We can spend whatever we want. It doesn't mean anything. And so they have scarcity like is real. a thing? I think that's why <laughs> – I think that's why Alex Jones is now talking about the important things like eating ass <laughs> and not worrying about the debt anymore. Uh, okay, that photo of him and Gun Girl after Gun Girl's Liberty Hangout account was like people who do anal go to hell, and and Alex Jones was like, I will, I will, I will 
I will clap cheeks with my mouth if I have to to make my family survive. I will eat your ass right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, finish her out. out. Oklahomans are seeing relief, but there are still many who have lost their jobs, are isolated, or are sick. We still have a lot of work ahead of us, but we are resilient. We will get through this. If you are seeking answers to what resources might be available to you during this time, I welcome you to reach out to my office. <laughs> You're here at a good social distance waiting to help you through this uncertain time. They won't if answer you, my you letters can, or emails anymore. You can email pig poop balls to his office. That's legal. <laughs> That's legal. That's, called, that's called democracy. You have every right to do that. You can call his office and tell him about the helicopter circling your home. Legal. You can, do, you can yell at him in any way you'd like. Just don't do a death threat. Uh, unless it's a parody in game, then it's a lot. As always, our Twitter is at Red Star Over OK. We also have a Facebook page and a subreddit. You can listen on SoundCloud and iTunes as well as most other places podcasts are found. Any questions, comments, complaints, or concerns can be sent to our email, redstaroverok at gmail.com. Please tell your friends about us and rate and review on iTunes. Thanks, everybody. Have a nice week. Bye. Bye.